Welcome in, guys, to another episode of Talking MSU Hockey. How is everybody doing on a Tuesday? What's up? Uh, today, actually, I wanted to do sort of a solo show, and instead of, of diving into one specific topic or one specific thing, kind of just wanted to go into the first week of the transfer portal, which uh, Michigan State made a big impact. I wasn't sure if they were going to make a big impact early or when they were going to make an impact. I anticipated a bunch of exits from Michigan State. Uh, early on, I did not it, it, I did not necessarily expect Michigan State to gain as many impact players as they had. But uh, now we have a week of the transfer portal. The portal's been out for a week, and we're going to reflect on the first week of the portal. Uh, so uh, open up Monday morning of last week, and um, first things first, uh, Zach Dubinsky actually entered the portal from Michigan State about, I want to say on Thursday before the portal actually fully opened. Uh, Dubinsky had graduated from Michigan State despite being a junior, so he will tr grad transfer uh, to the University of Vermont. I'm not 100% sure. He may or may not have two years of eligibility left. Uh, it looks like he does because he's only been at Michigan State for three years, but nonetheless, he's going to go to the University of Vermont. Uh, Jesse Tucker, Powell Connor, and Kyle Haskins also in the portal. Uh, Jesse Tucker left. Um, he will be at Clarkson, but Powell Connor and Kyle Haskins are in there too. Uh, Ryan Nolan, a senior forward, is also in the portal. And A.J. Hodges uh, just recently left the portal. The same day, by the way, as A.J. Hogard, uh, or uh, sorry, excuse me, the same day that Michigan State lost the the basketball game and so it was actually funny because I tweeted out like AJ Hodges in the portal and people thought I meant AJ Hogard so that was uh um interesting to say the least uh so let's look at the talent um coming in right so uh we have the outgoing talent and at best Jesse Tucker was maybe a I don't know like a fourth line forward or fourth line center, right? Like it's not, he's not the best player. He's, you know, and, and also he may have a better situation waiting for him in Clarkson. That's also another thing. And I'll get to that in a moment, um, specifically with Isaac Howard, which was an acquisition from Minnesota Duluth. So, um, you know, sometimes the player benefits as well as the school transfers are not always a bad thing when you're, when someone is leaving your program, uh, you know, that's, I mean, that's kind of the case. I mean, even Dubinsky, you could kind of say that, say that about, but most of these other guys were bench players. Um, I'm also kind of anticipating maybe one or two more guys to leave Michigan state. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, Cal Dybitz is the one that comes to mind. He is, uh, he played a, a game or two this past season with Michigan state under Nightingale and I kind of liked what I saw. I even though again he didn't play for very much, but I kind of liked what I saw. I was kind of surprised that Danton Cole had barely used him in the in the uh, in the seasons before, and he'll enter his senior year. So it's one of those things where you're like, will he? Won't he? And just an FYI, he could very well enter the portal on Monday morning, um, on the March 27th. This podcast is being recorded on Sunday and published on 
Tuesday. So a lot could happen between now and then. But again, um, I'm not 100% sure on who will end up leaving. But I, I don't see very many more players leaving. I definitely anticipate Michigan State making big uh, movements more so for incoming players. But let's 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 actually talk about that too. So, first things first, uh Reed Lebster was the first player to commit to Michigan State out of the transfer portal. He comes to Michigan State through UMass. Uh he is a right wing and has 1 year of eligibility. Um not drafted. But um, he does have, right, Jared DeMichael, the associate head coach for Michigan State, is the uh, he has a connection with. So uh, Reed Lebster was under DeMichael uh, every year um, until Lebs, or, I'm sorry, until DeMichael left for Michigan State this past season, and Lebster was on the first line as a right wing. So uh, he has that experience. He also has a 2021 Frozen Four championship with UMass. So there's that. Uh, good news, right? So we got a guy who has, um, you know, he's a, he's a right wing, he's a veteran presence, and he has championship experience. He kind of brings that same thing to the table that a player like Miroslav Muka did last season. So uh, not sure how he'll definite how he'll impact where he'll end up, uh, but he's definitely a top six forward and definitely someone who can make a name for himself next season. Uh, then we have Red Savage, who has the maybe the coolest name in hockey or all of sports. But he is a center that has two years of eligibility, and he comes from Miami University. And Red Savage actually is a Detroit Red Wings draft pick. He was drafted in the fourth round in, I believe... 2021 or I think it's 2021 but anyway I mean nonetheless he's a fourth round draft pick which uh, would be the highest that Michigan State has had in a couple years so um, Red Savage is is really good player with a lot of potential and it's one of those situations again where I think that Red Savage didn't have the talent necessary at at Miami to compete at a high level and develop the way that he wants to. So um, Detroit Red Wings uh, fans are actually looking at a lot of Michigan State sort of players um, in, in that regard. I say a lot. It's really two because um, Dylan St. Cyr just, just signed his amateur tryout uh, contract last week. So uh, with the Grand Rapids Griffins, but I'm not sure if he'll get past the tryout phase. Um, love to see him in the NHL. Would love to. He's a small goalie, though, so I'm not really sure where that'll fit in. But anyway, the last one that committed last week, I believe, was on Saturday. And that is where we get to Isaac Howard, who might be the most exciting portal addition that Michigan State has added. He was actually a first-round draft pick by the Tampa Bay Lightning, currently listed as a left winger. He only played his freshman season at Minnesota Duluth, so he has three years of eligibility remaining. And, which is exciting, right? So Howard was taken, I think it was like 31st overall, right? So he comes from Tampa Bay, and uh, it's good news. Like, it's good news. He wasn't being used the correctly, if I if I might, may say. He wasn't being used very well at Minnesota Duluth. I think that it was not a good situation for Minnesota Duluth. I think that Duluth 
is better off without him. And I also think that Isaac Howard is better off at Michigan State. So it's one of those situations where like nobody was benefiting. And now you have both play or both parties in a situation that are all three parties technically in a situation that benefits them. Michigan State will uh, do greatly with him. And that's kind of where we get to our role projections for this year because I'm very excited for what uh, some of these guys have to offer. And, you know, I'm not, it's always hard to judge where a player will fit in for the following season. I mean, Carson Dorwart came to Michigan State as a freshman center and made his way up to the first line very quickly. So just things like that you just don't anticipate to happen. Him and Daniel Russell really made a name for themselves, and I really anticipate them both being on the top line next year. Like, I just I don't know how you don't have that same, same formula again. Anything can happen, though. I mean, you could put Reed Lebster on that line. You could put you could and then throw Red Savage in center and then Mueller on the right wing. That's kind of what I've kind of gone for right now. The issue, though, is where Howard fits into this mix because you have some players who could easily be considered top six forwards. And right now, that group sort of uh, looks like Russell Dorwart, then Lebster, uh, Savage and Mueller, and Michael D'Angelo, who is incoming as a freshman. Uh, but you could also throw Howard in, who, again, is a left wing in that left wing spot next to Savage and Mueller. So there's a lot of things that could play around. It's almost like this is another season, again, just like we just had, where there's a lot of unknowns. There's way more unknowns about this roster than there are knowns. And sometimes it's a good thing. I mean, Minnesota is no stranger to having a ton of freshmen play on the roster, right? Like like Logan Cooley and uh, Jimmy Snuggerud were both freshmen this season and both were some two of the top five players in the country. So it's not, you know, having young talent sometimes is usually is usually more beneficial because it means that these players are outgrowing your team on a constant basis. But they, but they already have the talent to play like a junior or a senior, if that makes sense, right? Um, so there's, there's a lot that could play around. And Isaac Howard, I'd be really interested to see where he ends up and which line he actually ends up playing on. But um, yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting week, to say the least. Uh, the transfer portal has been buzzing. There's a few other uh, players who... <coughs> There's a few other players who I would anticipate to uh, maybe end up on Michigan State's roster uh, so far. Um, I, there are four Clarkson players in the portal as of, again, this recording. And obviously, Mike Towns has that connection in Clarkson. Uh, and then there are about five UMass players in the portal as of right now, as of last I checked. And the NTDP also has a couple guys that come from the NTDP. So I'm not 100% sure on where they will end up. So anything can happen. I'm also kind of looking to see. I'm curious to see where Sam Colangelo will end up. He's an Anaheim draft 
uh, Anaheim draft pick and um, comes from Northeastern. And one of the top landing spots or projections for him is the Big Ten. And Michigan State, I think that he would fit in really well here. So it's, again, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting situation on which guys will actually come to MSU. But, but like I said, all of these players so far have been have had connections to at least one MSU coach. I mean, Lebster was at the NTDP with when Nightingale was there. Um, Isaac Howard played under Nightingale for a season. And uh, and then obviously you have um, uh, Reed Lebster, who uh, um, also comes from UMass, right? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where. And Savage, too, I think, played uh, at the NTDP at some point or something. Or, or maybe if I said if I said Lebster was at the ND, NTDP, I meant to say Savage. Uh, Lebster just comes from UMass. Um, but as, as far as Savage goes, I mean, he, he didn't – I don't think he played directly under Nightingale because Nightingale was at the under-17s, and he played at the under-18s when Nightingale got hired. So it's a little bit messy there, but – Still, it's it's looking great. Um, the only I think positional need that Michigan State does not have is uh, well, goalie obviously because they have got tons of goalies that could come in and and things like that. Or um, and defense too. I mean, next year you're gonna have Gucciardi and Baskell on the same pairing probably. You're gonna have uh, Strabak and Sparks in the lineup, and then Neenhaus and Hertig. You could either you could match up with either of them. So um, it's exciting stuff. I I'm, I mean. The transfer portal has been busy. I think there are more por- more portal additions, uh, entries, way more than last year. So um, we will see where uh, things end up and if Michigan State gets any more additions. And we will see what we can talk about next week. Uh, but for this episode, um, thank you all for watching. I really appreciate it. You can find a spreadsheet in my Twitter bio at Brad LaPlante and to keep up with everything Michigan State. Uh, but for now, I will see you guys again in the next one. Bye.